0: All right, you said Scotty, you said Mike. That's what we do. I mean, look, I just had a whole look before we get the show. I just had a whole long conversation with Ashley Baker, whose show we was on about super teams. And I said, Look, you want to call these teams super teams because she tried to say the Lakers are a super team because of LeBron and AD because they're two top five players. I said, You gotta call Michael and Scotty a super team. Bottom line, but I tell you one thing the wrestling realm, we're a super show. Whoa. Problem. Yes. What you gonna do? What's what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What's what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What what you gonna do? Oh yeah. Now What up, everybody? Welcome to Wrestling Realm Now. I am Brian H. Waters. I'm joined by the remarkable, the impeccable, the one, the only, my brother, the real Dwayne Allen. What's up, bro?
1: What's cracking? What's blue? What it do? What it do? What it do? I didn't even say any words. I just said, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm, here. There we go.
0: You know, I was sitting back um these past couple weeks. You know, I was going through the Wrestling Realm channel, and right, I was watching right, right. the old stuff, and I was like, wow, I remember... That (laughs) that first intro promo. Um, And he was like, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am the new host of the (laughs) wrestling realm. And we come here to do this in that in this. I was like, yo, 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 whoa, don't go there. And and we we had to hit the pause button. That's the only if there's any regret. If there's any (laughs) regret that I have over these 10 years. If there's any, that's the only one. Or that's at the top of the list. There has got
1: to be footage of that. Like I, we couldn't have <laughs> erased that the original cut from that. Bro, you still got, you still got the handy cam.
0: <laughs> I, so I actually gave it to my sister. But you remember okay. with the handy cam, we was using SD cards and who knows where those SD cards. I mean, oh, those okay, didn't okay, even. Okay. We can't even use those today because they are not even they, class 10. Right. they were not Right. Like what is what is
1: this? Take this trash out of my computer slot.
0: That might have been a four gig, because. Wow. Yeah, now I think about it, it might have been a four gig because I hadn't got the DSLRs yet, and I knew once I got the DSLRs, I had to get a class ten. Uh, shout out to AJ uh, Golden, who was uh, always good brother, hooking us up <clears throat> with like the knowledge of stuff to get. But I didn't get that, so you know, with that SD card, might have been just a four gig. Now think about it. No, yeah, it's all coming back to me. It makes sense now. I remember that, but that that was. You
1: ruined really, it was it's such an epic way to start the journey that we've been on for such a freaking long time but mm-hmm. i will say yeah i think things panned out pretty okay But oh, that, yeah
0: that first
1: cut though was vicious
0: <laughs> oh and, and people wonder they will hear about it soon and very soon they will the hear about it yeah spilling when the uh beans. the uh upcoming i gotta give a special shout out to sweet pod i was on there um well, Twitter Spaces, which is similar mm-hmm. to Clubhouse, I'm not sure if you got a chance to delve into it yet, okay. but um, they had opened up one right before Rebellion last night, and um, he said, "Man, I got to give you your props." I said, "What's up?" He said, "Your intro is the hardest <laughs> one." He said, "You guys and the Big Gold Belt podcast," and I was like, "Oh man, I appreciate that." Who we actually supposed to be uh, joining them this week? Um, he said, "Your intro is like the best right now," and then. He also gave credit to you, which is the you know the NWO spoof video. I I said you know I said look man, I said there's nobody who studied it like the Wayne. He said man, I was gonna do it. He said, but once y'all did, I couldn't touch it. <laughs> hey man, you, you have no idea how many years I looked at that video. Was like man, we I gotta
1: do some version of that. But no, that's that's I mean that's a big deal though. Like that's um, mm-hmm. that's the fun part about what we do. You know what I mean? Being able to. Yeah. uh explore every option and use every tool and skill that we have to kind of produce the best product and you know to create the best content that we possibly can yeah so, man we got a good intro but still i I still think the best intro i've ever heard has got to be e-rock and charlie speed <laughs>
0: <to bring that laughs> i gotta find it i'm gonna ask them shout out to e-rock he's on uh really heavy in the TikTok world okay. uh so yeah me and e-rock talk uh me and charlie speed are still uh oh shoot what's that app called playstation friends but we haven't talked in a long time um you know so i'm, I'm gonna i gotta hit them up because we gotta get them on the show no doubt about it
1: absolutely uh, that, that's <laughs> we, that's a, that's a long time coming that's something we were trying to do for years that is heck yeah it. but then once we all became adults and moved around in careers mm-hmm. and charlie was trying to become a wrestler and his amazing mm-hmm. weight loss journey and then he went back to school and then you know he started producing television and you know so he's he's been those guys Man, they they were. That was probably my, my favorite podcast at the time outside of ours of our mm. show at the time, man. But that podcast a pain and draw. And they had two versions of it. That's a... <laughs> 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 I was like, oh man, it's a remix. Yep. It's... Remember, they came back for a quick minute, but then like I said, you know, life always finds weird kind of getting in the way. So
0: yeah, that's the thing about podcasting, man. And unless you you really gotta like something has to be sa- a sacrifice has to be made, right? Like yeah. I look at, you know, I play my video games, but even today, just trying to get ready for today's show, I was like, Man, I ain't got time to play MLB the show as much as I want to. But you know, I'm watching wrestling and I'm you know, making sure the kids are straight. I was like, right. So, some things you, you just got to put aside. It's 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 almost you know, and that's one thing that uh, people always uh credit us for doing this for 10 years. They said just the dedication to be able to do something like this for 10 years, which hasn't been easy.
1: No, I mean, that's the biggest thing, we just haven't walked away from it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we always find a reason to come back and it's something that we've always been passionate about and something that has always gone on in some type of way. It's just yeah. that, you know, now we're at a place where we, we feel a need to do it by the standards in which we've always wanted to do that. So we're able to do yeah, it man. and we're still having fun doing it. So, you know, we you having fun working, you never work another day in your life.
0: So exactly, man. And guess what? You know, uh, the business is booming. Um, You know, we dropped the uh WrestleMania. Thirty-seven post show shout out to our brother Andre Melton coming in in the ninth inning and, and, and I went back and listened to that and man I was rolling. It's a party, <laughs> man. Anytime,
1: anytime Russell, Rum, Flex Zone, Drizzy, Dre, it's a party. It just, that's that's where it's always been. We remember we used to go to the studio and we used to shoot for Dre for the Flex Zone doing stuff and we would be there almost two or three hours after we done wrapping up. Yeah, that's just that's just the type of you know type of fun we have. So it, it never gets old.
0: Yeah, that's just, the guy you to do know. it again. I was with you, so I was always good. I had to hit <laughs> worry about the wife saying, well, "Where you been at all night long?" You know, because she she knew how it is. You know, me and you get to working together on something. we gonna put it out all into it. Um, and that was the thing, you know. And clearly, the people liked it. Um, you know, our most downloaded podcast in the past few weeks. You know, oh wow, okay. So I was looking. I was like, oh,
1: okay, all right. It's so, WrestleMania post show, right?
0: Yeah, WrestleMania post show. Um, and then, you know, we just dropped the, uh, we dropped two shows mm-hmm. since, well, we had the Black Wrestling, Black Excellence in Wrestling, which is doing pretty well on YouTube. So if y'all haven't been on there, check that out. Uh promise you'll enjoy it. We really talk about the, um, you know, just paying homage to a lot of the people who paved the way in Black Wrestling. But then my brother right here released his top. Five championships, and um, you know, you can even see on our Facebook page got people who you know enjoyed it, and they it gave them an opportunity. Which w- one of the things I loved about the show, mm-hmm. it gave people an opportunity to talk about their favorite belts, right? There you go. So you Talking know, about they the engagement. Yeah. You know, um, you, obviously you had a lot of winged eagles in there and a lot of big goals in there. But, um, you know, going on our Facebook page. You'll see people are, you know, they're engaging with that one. Um, it's also on YouTube. We're almost at the one thousand subscriber mark. So if you haven't done so, click the subscribe button right now. It's right on the screen. If you're watching, if you're on, in the car, it's in the link to uh, pull over. <laughs> hit the subscribe. Uh we trying to reach a thousand. We're at about 896 the last time I checked. So um you know the wrestling realm now and the wrestling realm flagship show is bringing business back to the realm, baby. So pretty excited about this, man.
1: Speaking of belts, see that is I'm looking at your spinner <laughs> belt in the back because I just watched uh Mrs. WWE 24 today. Okay, I haven't watched mm. that yet. Bro, excellent. Uh-huh. Like, this is me telling you, excellent. And that, <laughs> now I'm like, I got to get to Brian H's crib because he's got that... <laughs> Every time we do this, I, I'm looking at that spinner, but That's the one I'm plotting on back there. I said, that's the one I got to get my hands off.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm I'm trying to decide what's going to be next and whether it be... I'm looking at between the U.S. title... I was about to say, I think it's an easy choice. <laughs> I think it's it, an easy choice it, you it, to make. It, it, you know, but that Intercontinental title starting to grow on me. Um, I don't
1: I don't like the, the U.S. title as much as i like the ic title because it's so 3d in the front yeah okay and i you think know you mean? know
0: everybody else feels the opposite most people i should say <laughs> you know but i understand that um i know that i want something with side plates next just okay. because so what doesn't wanna... go with
1: side plates besides the classic title
0: that's it yeah that's okay. the thing it's, it's going to be either the um current ic title or the current, um, you know, U.S. title. I haven't really figured out if I really want to get... The NXT titles usually have a good price, but the thing is, it's like with their side plates are squares as opposed to circles. So you you have to get... If you're getting custom side plates or, you know, the ones that they sell, you're getting an NXT character instead of then, you know. Um, I haven't got any superstars yet. You know, I got NWO and WrestleMania. Um, next right. will be DX. Uh, I, I'm probably going to get... um you know kofi Mm -hmm. and lashley and the rock for obvious reasons and daniel bryan um but i'm also looking at the wwe title the current one so those are things Um, right now they're not on there really
1: you still look at the current title after you got that one in the back the
0: 2013 yeah yeah, because it's that it's it's our history you know we got two black champions uh oh
1: yeah well you put it that way yeah I i think you
0: have to get it now yeah, you know the thing is, I couldn't pass that one up because it was one ninety nine sure, on yeah. uh, the day of Money in Bank, and the other one was two ninety nine. So it was either. But I, and when I looked at, it, I said, "Opportunity to spend one ninety nine for a WWE Championship."
1: Yeah, I think I'll get this one. Yeah, especially you know? right there in the moment. Just it, it's it's almost an no brainer.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of waiting for the next sale. Um, you know the next right. sale, see what what they have. You know, because shout out to Mo Eaton. Mo told me one day he said. Get you a price. Stick with it. (laughs) He said, you might go over sometimes. Easy to do now that they got Klarna. But I've seen some of the titles that like, okay, that money in the bank was when they were like at their lowest. So that's when I said, all right, cool. Now I know exactly the kind of price range I want to be at.
1: I mean, I remember you talking about it before, but I think I don't know if I was talking to you about it or, or whoever. But I remember they said that this year they announced that belt belts have sales have gone way up. Mm-hmm. and i think that's probably due to one wwe having complete access to the manufacturers that are going through figures zinc like they have not for the last couple of years and and also they got them on sale all the time so
0: yeah yeah probably, and that,
1: probably more, than, more now than i've ever seen them so that's always a mm. positive
0: yeah so you know that's one of the things um you know but how you feeling i know it's been a couple of weeks you know you got a chance to recharge has it been a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah i mean we've been putting out content so it doesn't feel like it like before it like Wow, have they gone away? No, I mean, there's still been, you know, the show's been dropping, but, got you know, me, it's been you, a couple of me. weeks since we've done a. you know, a around it, now.
1: it's 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 been busy. But like I said, the biggest thing is that we're here. Mm-hmm. We're back. There's always stuff to dive into. There's always things to address. People want to hear what you have to say. And I, I'm always a pain at it. So here we go.
0: Yep. So uh, let's go into <laughs> this week. Did that have any sound effects on that video?
1: Yeah, you didn't hear it? I didn't hear it. No, uh, it's cool. Uh, I mean, you hear it. I was Okay, <laughs> I was just wondering. I was like, does this have any sound effects? I can't hear it, but okay. Wait, this play it, Wait, wait, play it again. <laughs> that was cool. I'm gonna say it again. What was that again? You still ain't hear it? Nope. No, <coughs> it's not your fault. I gotta tap for sound because I'm out of studio, I'm out of studio right now. So I gotta Okay.
0: Like, oh. this,
1: that's what it was. <laughs>
0: Okay. It
1: went, so it's it's okay. I'm not used to it. Yeah, but that's what did I watch? What did I watch this week? I watched absolutely nothing. <laughs> didn't watch a thing. I kept oh. up with everything. Mm-hmm. But nothing. I watched <laughs> nothing. Is it is a very specific reason why I didn't watch anything? But I, you know, of course, I know what's going on in the streets. You know, I mm. always keep up keep up with everything. So um, that's right. Nothing. <laughs> I was I, t- I was I was on strike for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you already know why. Every time after Mania, uh-huh. if I see a list that I don't like, I got to take a break. I say, you know what? Y'all y'all are making me <laughs> mad. I got to take a break, gather myself together because I'm grown. It don't make sense for me to be upset. So let me just take a step back. Oh, we're
0: going to get, we going to definitely get into oh, that. Oh, definitely.
1: So you, what, what did you watch? Because clearly you watched something for you asked me what I watched. So what did, what did you watch?
0: So one of the things I think I enjoyed the most, um, well, you know, I watched I watched some of the matches on Title Match Network and uh, shout out
1: real quick. I watched Austin's podcast with Jericho. There you go.
0: Okay, all right. So what you think about it now that you've seen it? Excellent, man. It just they keep getting better and better.
1: Mm Hmm. I mean, it's it's I could I could give my opinion about a lot of different things. (laughs) When it comes to Jericho being on Austin's podcast, but it was just excellent, man. It was uh, Jer- Jericho's a legend, Austin's a legend, and <laughs> I'm just leaving it at that. But it did was, you
0: now? Did you listen to it in reverse? Because you know, Jericho Austin went on Jericho's podcast. I did not listen to that one yet. Okay, the yeah, I even not realize it. Um, a lot of times before, when I'm going to bed, I'll put you know headphones on, and you know, I started listening to that. I was like, oh, you know what, this is cool. I mean, you. I think they've been on one of them been on each other's show before. So it's not like the first time we've had, And, you know, at this point in time, we kind of know the stories, but it's just sometimes it's just a matter of who they're talking to. And it's more about their conversation as opposed to their journeys.
1: I'm glad to see Chris Jericho has that type of respect where Vince is not shunning superstars or his, um, you know, guys that that he considers upper echelon guys of the company. Mm-hmm. He's not blackballing them because they don't work for them, which is the best part about what I enjoy seeing stuff like Jericho on, you know, on, uh, on broken skull sessions. Mm. You know what I mean? As they, uh, you know, breaking the wall, but it, it, it also reiterates what I said in the beginning was like, this is why AEW will never compete with a WWE because you got to, you have to look at what it is. Jericho made it very clear, we're not really competition. It's just, it's just, it's a different product. You're going to compete nicely because you're in the same, you know, in the same, but you got to understand something. The dynamics of the war between WCW and WWE was real. Yeah, I, 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 any competition between AEW and WWE is not real. When I say real, like people' lives were on the line. Like they were going to lose jobs. Somebody they were like well, Bischoff was trying to put Vince under. Mm-hmm. Like that's real. That was a war. Like that's a war. That's not let, that us fans we all's war because. NXT goes goes head to head. That's just competition. That's fun, but it's not real. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, NXT is going to be fine. AEW is going to be fine. They're such a young company. They're up and coming. That that them. There's no such thing as competing at this point. It's just, you know, however you decide to deliver what you consider competition to your fans to sell tickets or bring more eyes to the product. You know, that's part of the process. But to see him do that, I might say that's why I said Vince. As long as he's treating people like that that way, who's going to want to go against him? Yep. guys guys like, look i have no people offense. i just want to i just want to get my respect i just want to be i got to show them that i'm still of value and that's that's what chris jericho has done mm-hmm. so that's 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 what i watched
0: yeah that was uh you know that was a good one um i think what that came out wrestlemania weekend right i, I think that's so. when i watched it yeah i don't know if um, that
1: that monday or that sunday night or something but it might have been that sunday i don't honestly i don't remember i, I remember it wasn't like you no know, it wasn't like a bomb or anything like that I remember when it went up everybody said like, oh yeah you know Austin' Jericho's on Austin's podcast on Bercocia's on the network and it was available so it was really good though like it was thorough i, I enjoy it and I love the uh transparency and the honesty on both ends mm-hmm. and how uh Austin to and Austin and Jericho both they they know how to ask the right questions yeah and um it was just good it was really really good
0: yeah, this week, man, I watched um, the Roddy Piper biography. and Gotta see that. I still gotta see that. I still gotta see Austin's. I didn't see neither one of those. Yeah, the, the way A, A&E does these stories, I mean, it's phenomenal. <clears throat> if you're somebody who like always look forward to that kind of content on the WWE network and maybe not everything has transitioned yet. This was just like a perfect storm. It's like you're coming right off of the heels of WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. but WWE is finding a way to stay in that competition. Right. I mean, stay in that conversation. Most of the time in sports, when the world series, the NBA finals, the super bowl is over, that's it. You'll have like the posts, you know, everybody do their... uh We won the championship interviews and their media tour. But you stop talking about the league until free agency. Well, right. WWE has continued this conversation in which, you know, could be considered a restart period or a dead period where they're rehashing the conversation about old stars and they have people coming back, you know, on their telling these stories. So I'm watching you know, Piper and I've known Roddy Piper to be like one of the best bad guys. And I'm texting my uncle Troy and I was like, yo, cause I know he's always been like a huge Piper guy. Mm. And I was like, man, did you see this? He I was like, you watch, he said, I got to watch it. He said, man, the greatest heel in my opinion, you know, the greatest wrestling heel and you see how nasty and the reason why Piper was the way he was. But then, you know, you have his kids on there, they're talking about it. And they even go into how much like, they hated Hogan in the in days when he was in the uh, NWO. You know, Piper just had hip surgery and Hogan's taking chair shots right to that hip where you see the scar, you Yeah, know? I remember, yep. And, and it was, you, you know, to hear that from his kids, like, oh, wow, you know? And of course, you know, Hulk Hogan, which a lot of people, when Hogan talk, it's like, okay, what's real, what's not? You know, sure. he yep. said, you know, that, you know, like he said before, him and Piper had that conversation like, Roddy, we could have made a lot of money if you would have just done a couple of jobs you know we could have went back and forth so that was really good to see i definitely encourage people to check it out but next year oh yeah it, it's gonna be good they're going to macho man you said next year You next mean, week? i said next year <laughs> yeah, say, next dang. <laughs> next week next week this sunday uh macho man so
1: yeah a- I, has always done that well they've always done those typography type biography type element and it's always a different element to how they tell the story -hmm. And and the story they choose to tell based off what we enjoy. So yeah. Now have you watched? You haven't watched the
0: Treasure Show either. No, I have not. Yeah, that that's really good. Um, Okay. Especially like uh, people like us who you know love wrestling, love you know just seeing you know like the collectibles and stuff. Uh, shout out to uh, former Maryland State Turpin AJ Francis, who's you know in the training system, but he's going with the superstars, and they're on like this hunt to find some of the most coveted items. So like they did Undertaker and Kane yesterday, mm-hmm. and they were looking for the original Kane mask. Then you got this guy. This at is the, on their, yeah this comes oh, on wow. right after uh whatever biography they show the treasure show comes on right afterwards and they showing that they got nice this yeah you know and, and it's like it's three hours of wrestling because you get the two hours of the doc plus the hour of this mm-hmm. and you know look at, and you got these guys who work at the um warehouse and they're looking they're like nah that that's not the right cane mass it's because it's got this uh, stitching and all this, you know, the artifacts guys. And it makes it so cool because, you know, they send AJ to go talk to Kane and then he goes to Undertaker. But then there's, they was looking for the betrayal urn. You know, they got all the urns except the betrayal urn. And guess where it was? It was at a funeral museum. Um wow. You may remember uh Corey, we used to work with at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, he's a, um, I don't know if you know, but now yeah, he's yeah he was definitely getting the mortuary sciences yeah so i asked him i said have you ever been to that place and he was like no not you know he wants to go um but it's like the museum of um you know the funeral history museum Mm -hmm. and paul bearer had gave the urn to the guy who works there as a gift so you know they go there and they offer the guy money and they offer a couple exchanges like hey we can give you this so that's really cool to see like you know the first episode with mick foley they went. Somebody had to find the original. Uh, it was like the cactus Jack outfit, the, the flannel, all that other stuff. So that's really That's what's really cool about a lot of the stuff.
1: Well, I gotta catch up on that. So that's like my kind of show. I had had no idea about it.
0: Yeah, man, it comes comes up right after. You know, I set the DVR every week because I'm like, man, I I gotta check this out. Right. Yeah. So I got a time travel for you, real quick. Uh- time travel. Last week, man, I went back and watched a match that I'd never seen before. And people may say... You watched a match (laughs) you've never seen before? I'm going to say three letters, WCW.
1: Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) that makes sense because you weren't weren't the biggest WCW guy.
0: Not... When... Remember, I had that period where I didn't know where wrestling was, quote-unquote, because we didn't have cable. So for eight months, I wasn't watching nothing new. I would only hear about it through chatter because it hadn't really went into where everybody was a fan yet Mm -hmm. um that would come my the next year be going into seventh grade so my sixth grade year it was like i was i I was only watching old stuff so i was watching slamboree 98 macho man versus bret hart Mm -hmm. and man watching that i was like this reminds me why dwayne didn't like bret hart in wcw (laughs) like that whole match
1: it wasn't you know, the same,
0: man. Yeah. yeah, because even when Bret Hart was a heel, and, and, and shout out to my one of my young boys at church, he said, Him and his mom been going back watching, and, and Devin is uh 16, okay. Oh, and he's him and really his young ma- boy. yeah, and him and his mom been going back watching stuff. You know, we he said, We've been watching stuff on Peacock, and his mom was like, Man, Bret Hart needs to stop whining, you know, talking about like that 97 era, but uh-huh. even then, it, it still didn't feel like he still felt main event ish in WCW. When I look at this stuff, man, he looks so mid card to me, and right. I'm like, man, mid-card I'm, weasel, yeah. And, and by the time, so by time I started watching WCW, uh, it was about around the same time because it was like I discovered Shotgun Saturday night, then the next week I found Worldwide, and I was like, oh, okay, Bret Hart's over there. Oh, wait, he's with the NWO, you know, right, right, but right. It, he still never felt. Like in, in WWE, he always felt like larger than life, you know, because he felt like he was always on the top of the card, like Shawn Michaels. You know, they mm-hmm. always felt, no matter whether they was champion or not, they were the guys. He didn't feel like that in WCW, to me. No, uh,
1: and, and that was my that was my whole argument. That was my whole fuss about his running WCW. When we always had these conversations, that it, it just
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like I, I appreciated it, it for what it was. Like we're lucky to have anything Bret Hart related, which is fine, but that superhero aspect was missing mm-hmm. where he was, like I said, just that, that top guy feel. And I, just, I had a hard time getting behind. Like I was loyal to him, but that was it at that point. It was like loyal to you. Sure. You brought it, So you're going to put on excellent matches, but it's just like, man, you coming out here whining every week when you, you could have been the face of WCW and the whole Wolfpack thing, you know, he could have teamed up with DDP. He could, could you know, we give you the book and all kinds of stuff. We would had this conversation a thousand times. So, <laughs>
0: Yeah, do you, yeah. It makes you wonder though. What would have mm-hmm. happened if HBK would have went over there? I think I think the same
1: thing would have happened to him. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, I think I think I think they would have did the same thing to him. Because think about it, in the heyday of what WCW was, what could he have done besides either fitting with the NWO mm-hmm. like Bret Hart did? He wasn't taking over anything, and Shawn Michaels was too arrogant to be anybody's sidekick. <laughs> yeah, like he was not going to jump in and, and disrupt any of those storylines. Or Hogan was not driving the title. Because they're going to like, dude, this guy was jerking the curtains when I was having mm-hmm. my run. And now you want me to make him seem like it's a big deal? So I, I Vince had a way of creating characters and, and bringing value to those characters. WCW had a way of isolating wrestlers based off stigmas. Kind of like, to me, what WWE is doing now is to Lucha Libre guys or smaller talent. is it, Instead of creating something that they can build based off of character. And it, and it caused you to ignore the size. Mm-hmm. They just keep stereotyping everybody across them, which is what Andrade and and guys like Kalisto and a lot of guys have been complaining about. Even uh, you know, Fantasma and, and NXT. Like, yeah, I relinquished the NXT championship because now it's time to move on. But it's like, stop! Oh, he's short. He's he's wears a mask. Make him cruiserweight, and then when you you don't involve those type of guys or that type of wrestling into your main event storylines because of that style of wrestling, don't have him be cruiserweights. You know what I mean? Right. But, the, like, D- D- Dan Brun had to do it. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's a smaller guy. Shawn Michaels had to, do it. Bret Hart had to do it. They all had to do it in some way, shape, or form. But, um, man, I don't know. Like I said, at some point, somebody's got to want to grab the brass ring and do something about it instead of whining about it or, you know, whatever the case may be. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Let's take a quick break. Um, I want to let – like I said, we've got the – Oh, shoot. We got the championship episode, Dwayne's Championships. But here's a quick story of what happened at our graduation. We'll be back after this. You know, over these 10 years, one thing that we always had conversations about is championship mm-hmm. belts.
1: Yes, no doubt. Yes, you know, yeah. when you
0: talk about the design, the look, the way it makes you feel... Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> for our college graduation <laughs> from... The Great Morgan State University. We walked around with the belts around our waist as we crossed the stage. Show the picture. All right. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That was, that was so let me ask you this. Before we get into that conversation, because I remember the night before, it was like our WrestleMania, right? Yeah. We stood outside like, yo, we finally did it. Mm-hmm. We finally proved that a wrestling show was real. Yes. Yeah. That uh, we were huge wrestling fans, and you was like, "Yeah, brother," because you walked around school with wrestling t shirts for a whole semester. He really wore every day, <laughs> like every,
1: that old button up, or oh, his best buy shirt because he was going to work.
0: <laughs> no, but see, I quit the second semester, so it was no more best buy.
1: Okay, it was no more best mm. buy, but it was, it was, it was that old button up. I promise you, all wrestling tees.
0: Yeah, wrestling teeth. Um, but you know, one of the things we said was, "Let's rock a belt to graduation." I mean, what better way to go out? Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member. And immediately be contacted with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at c-o. And be sure to include the wrestling realm in how did you hear about Podgo section of the application? Yeah, you, know believe- that, you know what makes <laughs> that clip work? I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> you what? got proof, we got the picture. <laughs> shout out to you man i appreciate you digging up in the archives for that one yeah
1: i was i remember we were doing something before and i kept looking for it. remember we couldn't find it i think it was a throwback thursday or something i wanted to post it and we couldn't find it right I literally was i found it on my computer and in, in my my photos and i was like oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna need this at some point for something and i just saved it to google photos like there it is and
0: best believe boom i might throw that up for title tuesday
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the young lady who took the picture of us. Remember, we. I don't remember who she was. Like, like we we knew of her, but we didn't know her personally, right? because yeah, she took the picture, and we was like, "Can you send it to us real quick?" She's like, "Absolutely," and she texted right to us.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember, but shout out to her if she's watching. Let us know so we can give you credit, pro- proper credit, because we definitely appreciate it. You documented a very important part of these ten years. Um, so. <laughs> But Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we we yeah, we walked across the stage with belts on our waist. It would have been funny if we would have had it like on our shoulders, but then like I can see we probably would have really drew some heat. But then we again,
1: were, we were so afraid that we weren't gonna get our diplomas. <laughs> we were like, yo, should we snatch them off on stage and pose us in front of everybody's loud. But I was like, yo, if we do that, they might like. Those guys are not getting that diploma. They're like, oh,
0: and, and we didn't get them that day. Well, I don't know. I ain't get mine that day. I came back. I wouldn't, no, sir. I would I went. Did I go get mine? Yeah, because I was like, man, that line. I'm I ready to go home. I don't think I wouldn't got mine. That and day. then you remember, it, it was supposed to rain. It rained briefly, and then you know it stopped by time for the part in the graduation cookouts. Thank God. Yeah,
1: it definitely cleared up. Like by the time we got done, it it, it definitely cleared up. But yeah, we we were like, ah, let's not rock the boat too much. <laughs> but yeah. but but when they made the announcement that they called our school we definitely snatched them bad boys off
0: <laughs> straight straight people people's chant the things swung them in the air yeah man man if we if we were to play and we would have had somebody just to get that moment like hey look we're going to do this we need you to get this moment right here what kind of phones do we have
1: i think because i i'm like why did we record that it's like hey hold the phone so hold i was still quick. with
0: an iPhone 4s.
1: I probably was too, and my yeah. and I had, probably had no. That's I was because I had no space for my phone.
0: Okay, yeah, I was with the iPhone 4s because yeah. I didn't go to the 5s until I got to Connecticut, and it was like had, right before Christmas.
1: I had the iPhone four, eight gig, no space,
0: so that, oh, that, that, yeah. That, that, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, man, it'll come a long way. That's oh, the, that's
1: the show where the microphone wasn't on. Which one? That one? That one? Because you could hear all the ambient sound. Like, oh, okay. I, I'm like, I don't because I watched another one we did. And I was like, wait a minute, why is this sound different Well, Yeah, one of these we didn't hit record on one of those buttons.
0: Oh, well, yeah, something it, it must have I don't know. <laughs> it's it, it, it it's, it's a different audio file, but I think what happened might have it might have went to both channels or something crazy. It's always something. Yeah, but hey, we but we, when got we came to...
1: together. We got a great show. That was it was fun. We got to do some more.
0: Yeah, so oh, oh I, I I got notes. I got notes for uh some upcoming oh, I know. shows. <laughs> yeah I, i've been uh it, it, it's it's been some uh irritating days at work so sometimes i gotta step away those and... are the most motivating moments for us when you're <laughs> irritated on the job yes ryan just comes up with his best content <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so as much as i feel
0: bad i'm like well shoot i'm sure you came up with something pretty good huh Hey, man, maybe maybe that's why uh my former manager had to move, unfortunately. I had ideas when she was there, but they was just a little far and few in between. See, at that, that, that time, the ideas used to come when we was traveling. But see, now we ain't traveling, and then I get irritated, so just they come so much quicker. Sure, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's time for some bones to pick. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so I got a bone to pick. With the worldwide wrestling interweb, man, and, and I, oh boy, <laughs> this, are we talking the IWC? The IWC. Oh boy, you would think that after Sunday night's transmission, in which AEW mm-hmm. and Impact Wrestling yes had I a, knew, I knew we were coming to this, had I a knew match. This. Yep, <laughs> you would have thought that after this happened, nobody knew what was going to happen. I've really? seen so many AEW is canceled. Impact Wrestling is canceled post. This is stupid. Really? How could they do such a thing? Now, oh boy, I, I can understand, but it's another thing when you know what's going to happen. Okay. You know, uh, going into the I, I, I've heard like I was listening to some pre-shows, right? right Shout out right, to right. my boy Terrence and he said is he said anybody with a brain will not bet on respond to win this match yeah we talked
1: about (laughs) did we talk about this? the first the first wrestling world now show
0: yeah Yeah. okay you're not betting on him and 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 that was kind of like my issue was like well it's not believable but okay i got that part out of the way now i'll move forward i'll see what happens would have been a cool swerve absolutely you know but it wouldn't have been believable because even when i was so i watched the match somebody uploaded to youtube good match uh-huh. you know um probably the best rich swan match i've seen since you know that i've seen since in a long time uh-huh. but it was still like every time i'm just watching i was like this still isn't enough like you're not going you were, to convince you me in, you
1: were not invested in that whole
0: idea that this guy could really
1: potentially win this match against <laughs> Kenny Omega, right? Right now, at this current run that he's having, it,
0: exactly. Um, yeah,
1: I, I know the feeling. I almost want to say, see, I had to take to the I gotta get comfortable for this conversation. So, I just, <laughs> yeah, like, let me go ahead and uh,
0: <laughs> I almost want to say that I be- would have believed Jay Uso would have beat Roman Reigns almost more than Swan beating Omega. I probably would have believed that Moose had a better shot. I mean, Absolutely. Simply because he's a powerhouse.
1: Like just just his size and look. I'm like, oh shoot, is this is this really gonna be Moose's chance to really
0: turn that corner, you know? And I was though trying I, even to
1: even know I wouldn't believe that either.
0: And I was trying to take my program, wrestling program, and bias off, right? Well, good for and you. It, that's that's a different <laughs> change of pace. Yeah, I was trying to do that, even though, like I said, I was like, all right, I already by the time I saw the match, I, I knew the results, right? But I was like, mm-hmm. all right, let me watch this match to see. If this looks believable, let me like take off the fact that I don't feel this smaller guy who's essentially a cruiserweight is going to be this normal size guy who's a (laughs) wrestling champion on multiple platforms and has been a former IWGP champion who's had one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. Right. So I tried to take all of that off and just say, all right, let me just watch it as if somebody who's never seen these guys wrestle before. And I still couldn't believe it. But I'm, I'm looking at, and my bone to pick with the internet is, why are y'all so mad? We knew what was going to happen.
1: <laughs> the Rams the ram tried to tell you, baby. <laughs> we
0: we tried to. They don't <laughs> listen. They
1: don't listen. See, people don't listen. I. What are they? <laughs> what were they upset about? Because, <laughs> like you, first of all, I appreciate what Impact is doing. Um. Mm. Impact got my attention after last year's cuts, and they brought in everybody. To me, that was a huge move because I didn't want to see everybody go to AEW because I knew AEW was going to try to go to war with WWE instead of trying to focus on, let's building our own version of professional wrestling. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's
1: supposed to be the foundation of that company. And, And it's not that they don't do that, but Tony Khan, to me, gets caught up in the... (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to build excitement for my brand. I know we go to we go to war with Uncle Raj about this a lot, but the crazy yeah. part about that argument is we've come to a stalemate because we both agree that yo, it's Tony Khan, mm-hmm. and so so to see all those guys go to Impact. Impact is probably is the ECW of the trifecta now. Um, it's the island of misfit toys as uh, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers have often alluded to it because it's it's such a different mix of different type of guys in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And, and even with recent releases now, I think a lot of people are expecting a lot of people to go to Impact because apparently they have a little bit of money, and they have a little bit of room, and uh, for a lot of people to have opportunities to be showcased, and that's always a positive when you can be showcased in any way, shape, or form. And that's what happened with Rich Swan when he got released, um, or whatever. How he got, you know, he he got he ran into a situation, and, and this guy was that world champion. Could have could have cared less. Never been a Rich Rich Swan guy, um, mm-hmm. but. It, if, if that's the best you have to offer in regards to that particular storyline, I'm like, bro, what did you think was going to happen? Kenny Omega's at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. The idea of what they're doing to me is unique. And quite honestly, I wasn't upset about it. I actually understand it. Um, you don't have to like it, but I. Pfft, what? There, there's a partnership. And not since the early NWA do you have one guy representing multiple championships. For, he's the top guy in both companies now. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, with you, Impact kind of needs him to be the top guy because what would be as invested in Impact right now if Kenny Omega was not going back and forth from AEW Impact every week dealing with the Good yeah. Brothers and the old Bullet Club stuff, and then you know some storylines translate, and some some don't. Like some stuff stays on Impact; it doesn't go to AEW, mm-hmm. like um like the matchups between Finn Juice, New Japan guys, and the Good Brothers that don't trickle over to AEW stuff. But then the stuff with Kenny Omega's AEW title run, and then the involvement with the original Bullet Club, which which they pretty much don't even allude to anymore, because it's kind of it kind of ran flat. Yeah, you know, like we, it's kind of things like we. You don't need to say that you guys the Bullet Club. You don't need to too it up every two minutes because we kind of know who you are. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. You don't got to come over and say Razor Ramon because like we already know who you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't got to come with the gamut. We, it's you already established. So, man, I, it's you. I, at, is he still the AAA champion? The Mega
0: Champion? Yeah, yeah. He had all belts. Um. You know, he had all well four belts because he had the TNA and the Impact title um, there. So, and, and I think a lot of people are upset because you're not seeing AEW, you know, you're not seeing Impact guys come over to AEW, right? You're not seeing, Rich Swann's never showed up on Impact, I mean, on AEW, which I can understand why people are getting upset. Um, mm. I, I, and like I said, maybe, maybe the word partnership was the wrong word maybe because you you are a fair believer
1: that aew is benefiting more from the partnership than impact am i correct on on making that assumption no conversation we
0: had well no because after the conversation it made sense to me Okay. okay you know and and that's you know but i think that's what everybody else everybody else feels that way a, they only see it as AEW benefit and they saying, you know, I, I believe Tony Khan went on, busted open explain why, he's like why would I push their show on my program and this, this, that and the other, you know what? Yeah, because they asked him like, how come you aren't seeing promotions for Rebellion on AEW programming, you're not seeing the commercials, you're not seeing them really, you, you hear them kind of talk about yeah, Kenny Omega's going to walk away with more titles but you're not really hearing a heavy emphasis you're not seeing rich swan show up on aew you know I mean? is, in his mind he thinks he's doing impact a favor yeah okay so sure. okay and, and you know that's always been my issue with Tony Khan is right. to me he always comes off as like like you just said earlier about the whole Jericho thing. You you got Jericho understanding okay WWE isn't my competition. It's a place where I'm an alum from that I can always go back and I I can go in the locker room. Uh, you know wouldn't say I'm good in on every WWE locker room, right? But then you got Tony Khan was like, nah, they the competition. This then I was like, dude, chill out. <laughs> we ain't here for all that, you know.
1: They killed, like I said, Chris Jericho, Christian, and Big Show killed every momentum they had. And Chris Jericho can cut a mean promo, and he and he when he's in character on Twitter and stuff, he said, "Oh yeah, you know we the best wrestler we kicked their tail." But I'm like, bro, you just went on us this podcast, and you just mm-hmm. and you just say we're not competition. Mm-hmm. And and the reality is, it's the truth. But us fans want to make it an a war, and it's not a war. Like I said. It was a war in the 90s because somebody was trying to put somebody out of business. And here's my issue with, with wrestling fans. As a matter of fact, I got a bone to pick, too. Roll the thing again. Roll the, roll the, roll the bone to pick again. I got, I got a bone to pick again. Okay. We got toys. I, I do got a bone to pick. Okay. Talk I, to I do have a bone to pick. You ever notice everybody always wants to make Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, this evil genius, bad guy, right? And all of, in the world of professional wrestling. Uh-huh. Have you noticed outside of what he originally did in the in when he when he took the regional territories and he gobbled them up and turned it into national programming? Outside of that, he has never tried to shut down a wrestling promotion. Ever. Mm-hmm. How many times have all these other wrestling promotions tried to go at Vince McMahon over and over again? Hmm. WCW, ECW, every, and everybody else in between, and and now most uh, uh, Dixie Carter and TNA, and and now and now AEW, Tony Khan. Everybody has gone for WWE's throat in some way, shape, or form, and Vince has never. They say Vince don't care about professional wrestling outside of WWE. One, that's because he's a businessman. Two, that's not the case because he has never gone out of his way to shut anybody down. He gave ECW a five hundred thousand dollar loan to try to stay afloat. Hmm. When that so, wasn't his responsibility. And mm-hmm. then when it didn't work out, of course he's gonna snatch at the talent because he's a businessman. Right? And what when did he become this evil mastermind because all of a sudden things don't work out for his creative? There's a lot of things that he did we didn't like over years. Of course. That's the burden of one man running a company, but he's been doing it for it's it's been in place for 65-70 years. Since when did wrestling fans decide that Vince McMahon was this evil monster? That 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 has been the enemy of professional wrestling when he had done nothing but put money into professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. He gave Triple H the reins to do, to do NXT. He gave Triple H the ability to make partnerships with these smaller independent promotions. Right, all all, all these indie superstars that had no place to go because they hit their ceiling financially in the places they were at. He gave them jobs and opportunities until unfortunately they hit with a pandemic. Yep, <laughs> and unfortunately people people got cut. But let's not. He signed those people at the same time though since when did he become the bad guy when everybody's going at him and, and you can't say well he did it first no he created professional wrestling as we know it because there will be no national wrestling promotion if he didn't do what he did some some 40 50 years ago i have a long who knows i'm terrible at math.
0: who knows how <laughs> but long look, it was. he also when he went and bought those territories he gave other people jobs and put more money in their pockets than they ever had before no, they may not have been as big of stars or, you know, they came down to earth. You know what I mean? But th- like you, 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 you the Rujos, I didn't know. Like when I got older and I learned, I said, like, wait, all these people from the 80s, they actually had territories, you know, and now all of a sudden, like they, because by the time I learned about it, was in the WWE, WWF umbrella, you know, um, going to Stampede. He took the hearts and the Bulldogs. Bret Hart became a bigger star. You know, who would have? I remember he even said in his book, um, when they went to go see Dynamite one time, him and um, Anvil, I think, and or maybe him and somebody, and it was like, Look, man, he got the big belt. You know, mm-hmm. these guys became bigger stars than they ever would have been. You know, so even, even though that was considered like breaking the fourth wall, doing the for going through the forbidden door he still benefited because he didn't just like put, you know, a lot of those promoters had jobs.
1: Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't, it's, it's, it's a long overdue conversation and everybody's going to have their views and feels about it for personal reasons. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I get sick of wrestling fans in particular, turning McMahon into the villain. But I'm like, man, he's the one defending his territory. Mm -hmm. He's the one that, that locked people up. He locked people up in 90-day no-compete clauses because of what happened to him. You know, like for the longest, for the longest time, he wasn't doing all that legal, legal legal stuff. He was signing handshake deals, with handshake agreements with guys, right? Until that stuff got violated and he had to go a different route because he's a businessman. That man is a billionaire for a reason. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and then, you, then you get to the reasons like myself and older guys get mad when guys get cut. Sure, I get mad about that stuff all the time, but at the end of the day, He's doing the one thing that no promotion ever wants to do. And that's take the risk of saying let's escort our well-known people out the door so we can start building new stars. There's nothing but new talent on TV. Now all the way across the board, who's highlighting everything. It's new talent. He's moving forward, you know, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with having companies that want to give the 40 and 50 year olds a second run because they still got some juice left in the tank. Nothing wrong with that at all. You need a place like that. But ultimately, if you don't create new superstars based off the old superstars, you you lose your business, not just wrestling, you lose your business. Cause we like, we have yet to see a legitimate national company go toe to toe with WWE or even produce and develop new talent, generations of, of generations of generations of new talent that, that, that we haven't seen in recent day. And we've only seen it in one company and that's the WWE. It, and you know, outside of what these global superstars do on their own and, you know the stops that they make before they get to what we consider the big dance or the national stage yeah <laughs> so 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 long story short full circle what the heck did people think was going to happen when, when freaking kenny omega beat they thought rich one had a shot <laughs> <laughs> it's something different that we have not seen in a long time
0: mm-hmm. right
1: and that's the one thing you have to ask for like what else can you ask for at the moment they say okay cool you have one guy that's that's defending this title he's a top guy in two different companies that's something we haven't seen before Right. It's he's got to do Kenny Omega has to do something to be as unique and individual as possible because he's coming up in an age where professional wrestling is really just not that special because it's not too much that we have not seen anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have to do something to kind of say, okay, this is how I submit myself. Uh, this is how I submit Alex Chris Jericho, he's doing something we have not seen before. I don't know too many 50 year olds that have had that run like him where he's been on almost every important promotion financially that has mattered, you know, not TNA of course, but you know, every national promotion and he has done something that most people have not, he, he's had such a unique run and I'm like, man, it's not, it's, he's, he's, he's setting a blueprint now, but he was the first one to do it, you know? And now it's like, what you could, can you really blame him for, for him? Whatever Jericho touches, it turns the gold. Everything yeah. I enjoyed in AEW when I got sucked into the programming had something to do with him, but in a minute he kind of got pushed to the back of the field. It my interest began. It nothing has held my interest to make me say, "Oh, I gotta see this next week." Even Christian, I don't even want to see Christian. I like, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> and Christian is my guy. Like I, I, I know. See, and, and people say, "Oh, why is Christian?" I'm like, "Let me let's get this situated first and foremost." Christian Cage's running running TNA wasn't all that great. Let's keep it hundred. Initially, it was, it was a, it was different. It was amazing. It was, it was, it was, it was a main event level stuff. But he, everything he did in TNA wasn't great. He went right back to being a weasel, you know. He had his spot, but like yo, it, everything he did was not spectacular. Mm-hmm. That's why when his time was up, he left and went back. Said, "I got to do something different." And then when he got back to WWE, they didn't treat him. They they go out of their way to make sure that anybody that made a name for themselves in TNA will not become an immediate star in in, in WWE because they don't want them thinking that you can go to TNA become a bigger star and then you'll come and get get that treatment because they're gonna. You can tell it happened with Kurt Angle, it happened with Christian, it happened with Mickey James. And it it can't no not Drew
0: Drew's the exception. Oh you th- oh yeah you know he was in um, NXT Drew, and
1: Drew's, yeah. Drew 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 is the exception, and so is Bobby Lashley. But uh, a lot of those people that left WWE directly for TNA, they they did not come back to have big time runs. Like Kurt Angle was talking about in an interview, and I'm, and I'm going on my spiel now because here I go I'm all fired up. <laughs> he talked about an in interview how he wanted to come back to WWE originally to have like a, a Goldberg like run.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: Where you know he's special. You know, wrestled maybe once or twice, but it's a big deal when he wrestles. And you say, okay, cool. That that probably could have worked out, but ultimately mm-hmm. Vince was against it. You said no, we're not doing nothing that serious. We want to come and celebrate. You have some fun. We'll find a way to get you in there, and then we let you walk off into the sunset the right way. And you know, Kerrigan wanted something different. He wanted to come back and have a title, like, you know, a universal championship run like Goldberg had, and you know, had those those big matches, those one more time, those that last run. Now you say to yourself, well, why wouldn't that have worked? Well, because it's different when it comes to it. I thought about it, because I say, well, wait a minute, wouldn't that make sense? Yeah, sure. A, a little bit. I think us fans would have been ecstatic about it. But when it comes to the product in the actual ring, people would have been disappointed. Let me tell you why. Because Kurt Angle can't do half the stuff now at this age that he did when he was younger, because the expectations are already high. Goldberg did the same thing for 20 something years. Spear, punch, <laughs> uh, kick, jackhammer, game match. Oh. You know what I mean? You don't have to do one. Brock Lesnar the same way, Hogan the same way. The expectations weren't high for what they did. They can do the same thing. They've been doing the ring for almost twenty years because they didn't do much anyway. They just know how to work around it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let an old Cerrone come out there and look like him. So they're gonna say oh, all Cerrone's washed up because he's not doing half the stuff that we enjoyed watching him do in the first place. So you look at him differently. So you gotta almost help these superstars protect their own brands because they want to wrestle so bad. Like, bro, you you gotta protect your brand because you ain't fit to go out there and. And, and look like yourself you're going to downplay yourself and you're not going to look as good and you're going to look like yeah you should have stayed in retirement and then i uh, get like christian right now I, I feel the exact same way but i'm like bro i don't want to see you have another run in AEW with another company this is supposed to be your last you're supposed to get back on your wwe track have a nostalgia run match up with some of these new guys and and let's celebrate your career on the way out on the biggest stage but now he's like he he's back he's 40 46 47 years old and you back on i gotta prove myself outwork everybody i'm like i'm not feeling it i'm not feeling you going up against young guys and trying to make i don't care about none of them dudes and and you and you working with them is not making me care about them at this at this mm-hmm. point i'm completely over it i just looked did, at it. i was like bro i'm not feeling it did, did kurt stay too long in tna absolutely but mm-hmm. but kurt had problems though definitely. right and, that, and, and i didn't know that until after he came back Mm -hmm. because everybody kept saying like dude why don't why do you what are you sticking around to? like you cannot you can't love it that much they treated him like a king let him do whatever he wanted to do but the reality is as much as he was a soldier for tna as much as he's a hall of famer for tna that was just a holding place till he got himself together because he could work part-time they weren't going to press the issue Mm -hmm. and they paid it they paid him a buttload of money
0: yeah
1: so tna was never really in contention Uh, we didn't know that until after the fact Mm -hmm. but you know what i mean and then at that point this was like yeah i'm not i'm not I don't want to put that kind of pressure on you because there's a trust thing now. Not that he didn't trust him, but you can understand, like, look, I know you're going to do whatever you have to do to put on this performance, and I don't want to put that kind of pressure on you at this point in your life now that things are going well for you. I don't want to put you in in a WrestleMania match against The Fiend for the Universal Championship because I don't know what you're going to put your body through just to be ready for that moment because you want to have one last run. Right. And to me, that's the thinking of a father. That's the thinking of a businessman. So let's just do its best, even though it's it sounds nice. It looks good, but why take that risk? And I think that's the difference between Vince McMahon and a lot of other promoters. And I think he catches flack for that because that's the side of him that we don't really see as much when it comes to decision-making because we're fans, we only watch it just like this from, from our screens. Which I think we're probably going to get a highlight of it in this new the new Netflix mm-hmm. Last Dance-style doc- documentary that you're going to get on the McMahon where they're going to... un. You're going to see a more most young people didn't know anything about Michael Jordan until they watched the last dance. And they said, OK, I kind of get it now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to feel the same way once they get that opportunity to see Vince McMahon in a different light. You've been so, working
0: on it. It sounds like you've been working on it. it sounds like you work behind the scenes because you just unveiled something that I'm pretty sure 95 percent of our audience never thought about as far as Vince McMahon is concerned.
1: That's what we do, though. We, the, the thing is, we always want to we can always sit here and grunt and grab about what the heck we like and don't like. That's easy. But mm-hmm. it takes it takes a different type of mind to say, OK, let me take a step out of myself for just a moment and let me look at it from a different perspective that may be true, may not be true. But it's just a theory. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just something to say. Let, maybe this is what it is. But I'm like, you know what? When you look at it that way, whether I like it or not, it makes sense. You know what I mean? And when you start putting the pieces together, like, yeah, maybe this isn't the best thing for you. Like, and and to me, that was always the thing I've always noticed about McMahon when he's got these older guys. They have this one more. It was only one guy he just couldn't let go of. That was the Undertaker. Um, <laughs> but he, 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 even a Sting. I'm I'm rolling right now. Sting left because he wanted to have a cinematic match with Undertaker. He wanted that moment, but they had already planned out Taker Sunset. Yeah. Sunset. Undertaker did a whole WWE 24 about how he feels like he's either staying too long or every time he has a moment that's going well, he doesn't leave out on top or he does too much. Like it was a whole back and forth about that whole documentary we watched with Undertaker. And he yeah. said, you know what? I finally feel comfortable at this space with AJ where well, this was good enough. It was monumental enough during a difficult time. I could end my career on this high note. What if staying and Taker doesn't work out the same way? Mm-hmm. What, if, what if things don't go the same way? Which I think they could have easily pulled off. But then, you know, this was also Taker's anniversary. They wanted to make sure by Survivor Series he was getting his flowers so they could send him out the right way almost 30 years into it. But you can wait a whole nother year so you can do it. And, that's just...
0: and then the pandemic, you can't have that moment without fans. You know, you got to have that, the lights go out, all the type of somatic effects that they would have had.
1: And then you did it already. Like you spent a whole year celebrating The Undertaker, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, and then then it's like, okay, this is his last arrival. We're going to celebrate him, send him off. And then all of a sudden, you want to come back. Oh, well, Sting was to have Sin Man and Matt. To me, it was like, I blame Sting because he stayed in TNA for too long. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like when, when he had his chance to go, he didn't take it. And like I said, do I think they could have pulled it off? absolutely but you at the same time though i can also say i can understand why vince wouldn't want to take that risk it might not get better than aj Burse, uh, aj versus taking for a cinematic match he might not want to do that anymore
0: mm-hmm. he
1: might say look man we pulled it off triple a said look man i don't know what was going on we figured it out we pulled it off and it was probably one of, it was it was a monumental moment in professional wrestling history based off a situation that was out of everybody's control you might not catch lightning in the bottle again leave it alone
0: Exactly. And
1: what did he do? He decides I'm leaving. I don't like how I left. I don't like how my career ended. I want to end it on my note. Which he has every right to do so because he's stink. And I think he's doing an excellent job in AEW. I'm just not interested.
0: <laughs> come on, man. You don't like him and Darby Allen.
1: I'm I'm not getting enough of Sting. Like stay I, I like <laughs> I I'm glad he's what he's doing is great. He's working with these younger guys, but it's like Sting has to make up for what they're not doing behind stage. Sting's got to come out and cut a promo with Lance Hoyt out there. Uh, Lance Archer and tell him, oh, you got all the right stuff. You just got to stay on it. You're not doing right. He's sitting there next to Jake the Snake Roberts. That's your manager. He's the old head. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be the one to guide you, and you got to have Sting tell him that and then tell you that it doesn't make so- it don't look good <laughs> on television. See, look, look, my light, my light just went out. That's how bad it was.
0: <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was thinking when I was watching last week's main event, and I was like, oh my goodness, Sting is just out there. He's like he's just out there. Like to me, that just doesn't look right. You know what I mean? It's like undertaker and they got a new guy and he's just out there and he's just hanging out. Like that didn't make any sense to me at all. And, and I can understand, um, exactly where you are coming from. Um, you know, a couple more things before we get out of here, Mm -hmm. man, (laughs) you, you brought up Mickey James, right? And, uh, Mark Carano, gone from the wwe as he was revealed responsible for um you know mickey james clothing and i know a lot of people was upset about that uh mickey james tweeted it uh you know obviously she added Vince McMahon. my first thought was Vince man probably don't check his twitter he probably has somebody scheduling it for him while he's writing things down but you know it's unfortunate so, somebody saw it yeah yeah clearly and you know stephanie and shane i mean stephanie and triple h you know addressed it and uh even john Laurinaitis. um you know it's just unfortunate you see that type of stuff happen um but you know that's pff, I, i'm glad they fixed it you know what i mean right you, you know i was glad they fixed it because it just felt like it was uh, okay here's another reason to blame wwe for something um you know wwe's evil you know, it felt like it was an- gonna be another one of those weeks.
1: No, but did you know what though? It's I, one my my initial response was I think it's it felt like he did it on purpose. I don't know if I don't know what I don't know if he had anything to do with it or if he was in charge of whoever was responsible. You know, whoever's in leadership, they they catch mm-hmm. the axe first, right? So I was like, okay, one, I was like, did he do this on purpose? Cause he just got demoted, because you know they 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 just put Lauren back back in charge of talent relations. I thought he was already gone from the company, but apparently he was doing something else. Yeah. Um, But he has worked with talent relations for a while. I think once Johnny Ace kind of fell back and, you know, whatever the case may be. But um, Carano, you know, he's not a, I watch Total Divas, so he's not a name that anybody really likes. Yeah. It felt like
0: he started feeling himself after that. Like, like he kind of got that, that, oh man, I'm getting more TV time than I've ever gotten before. You know, my name's out there. You know, and it felt like... like
1: I'm stealing belts and stuff. Like, he's got belts from, you know, like, show belts from, like, who does that? Goes in in a prop cart and starts stealing titles and stuff like that. I'm like, dude. You know, they could be all rumors. I don't even know.
0: Yes. (laughs) But
1: I was just like, yo, what in the world? Are you serious? But that she she was, you know, I'm glad they apologized to her.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: and they were... um, She has been controversial lately because... You know, because she's getting up in age, and they're going younger. So this is this is where you you feel two sides of of the same scale. Because she said, you know, I appreciate um, you know somebody reaching out to me and showing me that kind of you know respect in regards to acknowledging what had happened to me. But at the same time, to me, it feels like that's how I felt. I've been treated for the last three years. Yep. And I can't disagree with her because she is a legend, but she wasn't treated as a legend. Because to me, she she got caught up in that TNA whirlwind. Where, mm-hmm. like she she left and she was she was a big deal in that, but she became she solidified her legacy in, in TNA because that's when TNA was allowing the women to do wrestling stuff. That that's where the women's revolution started. If you want to keep it hundred, like there was no divas revolution. TNA were allowed, they were giving their women time to do all kinds of stuff, and mm-hmm. she was a part of that mix. And it just seemed like when she came back, they it, instead of she was on the the um the uh the 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 the, the May Young Classic, correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, and then they signed her. And um she was she should she have NXT, a special right?
0: match with takeover too. She had yeah. a match for takeover
1: against Asuka. Yeah. Os- was it Oscar?
0: It might have been somebody either either Oscar or EO Shirai. I don't remember. It would have been Oscar. Okay. So yeah, I think it would, feel like it would have been Oscar. Because I feel I, like the title was her, on. The line.
1: Her and Shinsuke. Sh- Shinsuke. Is that the same one with Shinsuke Sammy?
0: That was at Mania 32 weekend takeover Dallas. But I don't th- I think Mickey I thought Mickey came at, like, one of the New York takeovers. I
1: don't remember. I can't keep up. But <laughs> she should have been treated like uh but the same way, you know, guys like, you know, the Goldbergs and the Brock Lesnar should have been treated or. But. At the same time, like I said, she got injured and mm-hmm. then she came back and it's just like if, if I was her, I probably would have signed a part time deal to make sure my princess was still special when I pop up But by her being every day, she would just be a utility girl. But they were pushing all the young girls anyway, so it's like, so you, you kind of want to respect Megan James and her Hall of Fame career and what she did, but at the same time, though, you, the girls already got limited time as it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where do you fit in, in into all that mix? And it's like when you got Alexa Bliss coming up. Think about this. Think about women's wrestling in the last three years. All the stuff that happened. Where did she really fit in? Not that she couldn't have fit in, mm-hmm. or they could have found a way to make her fit in respectfully. But at the same time, though, especially with a pandemic hit, it's like, okay, well. You know she she's getting older and she looks amazing but they're still like and eh, now we're gonna they, they have didn't so present much her that way. no they still got so much but when you look at all the young talent they have it's like well you can see why they want they're trying to push all the young girls instead of trying to they, they're not in a season of let's celebrate the legends you know what i mean yeah like you know they, they're trying to push all them nxt girls all all the the oscars the the sasha banks the bianca Belairs you know the eo shirai's just everybody just uh you know, even even down to the Liv Morgans and the the Mandy Roses and and uh it's just, it's so much. It's so many, it's so many with so little time. And even Charlotte just jumped back into the mix. That's another that's more TV time. Where do you fit into all that stuff?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: there's no doubt in my mind that she would have had space if they were back on the road full time and they could do main event and all that kind of stuff. But not, not to say that I think she should have been cut. I'm you know, I'm never gonna say cut Mickey James for anything because that's kind of that's the kind of veteran presence you want around your locker room anyway but they can afford veteran presence because this is a veteran presence season financially for them right they they'd rather sign a young talent for cheaper than pay a vet to kind of just be there you know it, it ain't too many our troops out there you know what i mean mm-hmm. so but uh you know it's it's unfortunate but like i said carano he always rubbed me the wrong way i don't know the guy <laughs> personally but i never liked him on total divas mm-hmm. um but, uh, I like I said, part of me was like, Man, did he do this on purpose because he got demoted? But who who cares? But she wasn't, she wasn't booked right, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, you yeah. know, of course, you know, of course, TNA Impact just uh, promoted their slam anniversary just like last year. And, of course, who do you see? You see Andrade, you see Samoa Joe, you see
0: uh, I didn't even see James. Andrade.
1: I mean, that's <laughs> you know, you see Mickey James, you know, good old Samurai. Yes.
0: I saw it really like I saw Samoa Joe and you know I just like it kind of I was like doing a couple things, so yeah I, I missed Andrade. Wow. <laughs> so so we'll see. Like I
1: said, it's it's uh I was very upset about Samoa Joe. Yeah. But there, there's a lot of things that I don't know, so I'm not touching mm-hmm. it just yet. Okay. Um, Booker T was on his um, Hall of Fame uh, podcast. He was talking about. One thing he noticed with Joe is he never seemed like the kind of guy that rocked the ball. He's a utility
0: guy.
1: He said he he was never really a guy to kind of push to get back in the ring too much. He's like, look at whatever you need to do, I'll do it. You know what I mean? He was that. He was kind of comfortable.
0: Yeah, I was enjoying his show he had on um, YouTube, where it's like it's like a, like he talks to people about their hobbies and their journeys and stuff.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't I don't know that I don't know if what. And then some people were saying, well, he didn't get cleared to wrestle, so I don't know if they decided, well, we don't, we don't want to pay this much just to be a commentator. Mm-hmm. I don't know the dynamics of it. I don't know if he just said, look, you can't get cleared and he asked was released. You never know. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaving it alone. That there's a guy that everybody says like, okay, you guys probably drive the ball. He had a ton of bad injuries at all. Every time he seemed like he was gaining momentum, he got a really bad injury that kept him sidelined. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm not saying anything. Like I said, I I've gotten over the releases. That was the only one that really kind of bothered me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as bad as black Thursday. Um, but uh everybody seems to have landed on their feet okay um and and they're getting opportunities that they probably didn't have before especially my guys from the major wrestling figure podcast uh matt (laughs) cardone and brian myers Um, i
0: was um gonna ask you about that because um they went on (laughs) took on each other at uh rebellion yeah and then they stopped the match
1: okay that's what happened yeah uh, apparently I think Matt Matt Cardona popped his kneecap out,
0: and they, they threw up
1: they threw up the X. So I think he's going to get seen. To okay, see what's wrong? I mean, I, I don't know. if This is storyline. I don't like to say it could be, but <laughs> they they literally stopped the match. Like they stopped the match because he he went up for the Rough Rider. He that joint buckled, and they said he popped oh, his man. kneecap. They said got it back in place. You know what I mean? But I, they just want to make sure he didn't tear everybody Everybody's like, oh, he might. That like could be an MCL tear. Nobody wants that.
0: Yeah. MCL, how long is PCL? that injury?
1: That's usually a year. How bad okay, it that's is? Not, you know what I mean? Like that. That's not. He just had. He had knee problems before. Like I remember, they used to sit him home and they thought he had something, a really bad knee injury. And it was. It was just a tweak. It wasn't anything major. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, you know, they that that match was supposed to be like a solidifying moment between two best friends turned enemies. Uh, although hard to believe, but everybody knows they have a brand together. But fun, <laughs> fun story impact yeah. to me impact to me is fun wrestling like i said to me i, I love to watch that on saturday mornings give it get me up on saturday at 10 o'clock in the morning i would love to watch impact that's how i feel watching it um still empty arena matches you know um but you know good 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 fun stuff so i, I i'd rather see more people go to impact than AEW because AEW just every time they get somebody they can't even have surprises anymore it's just like what the network yeah. owns their product I said yeah, and- that though. Remember I said I said when I seen TNT's logo on their wrist <laughs> curve, I said, see, that's the problem. I said the network gonna have too much control over their product. So if, mm-hmm. if the wrong person, if the wrong person gets gets a hold of their television deal, they are in trouble.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, gonna to be
1: w, it's gonna be WCW all over again because somebody's gonna say, okay, so here's what I want from now on. Because the guy who got me that deal is not there anymore. So to me, you're not really safe. And they're like, Oh no, but the ratings are good. So that yeah, cool. Until somebody tnt hires somebody decides okay i like wrestling too and here's what we're going to do because now that person can have control over your product rather than you tony Khan. because mm-hmm. if tony Khan says okay cool if, if they're telling you you can't even have surprises like that's why they made the announcement on twitter about big show and all this they like yeah because they weren't happy because things showed up they want to take advantage of all the ratings and no surprises i'm like dude of wrestling is about surprises a tv person <laughs> a tv person made that decision you understand yeah. me you're in trouble <laughs> You're in trouble. Ne- and don't get me wrong. The network always has to say so, because that's why John's. we saw John Cena for years, because they were like, look, somebody just paid us $10 million for the Swiffer Jet commercial, and they want to see John Cena as, as the lead-in. So yep. y- y'all got to do that. And they're like, okay, I, that stuff, I trust me, I get it. But the fact that you, you something that drastic, you telling them, yo, you can't have no normal surprises. So I'm like, yo, you take an element out of wrestling that's supposed to be fun.
0: <laughs> but what, yeah. but what, what what do I know?
1: I've I just been watching this stuff forever.
0: Yeah, um, you you hit that right on the head though, because it's 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 well, my issue with them is AEW dark and dark elevation and all that. You know, why do they have so many dark shows? Where's the light? Bingo. (laughs) Um, you know, and I get WWE has like superstars and all that. Well, they you know they had superstars in main event, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't broadcasted in a way to make you believe they were showcasing you know, independent talent, you would have like your locals on there and you know, it'll be enhancement matches. And, you know, if you wanted your wrestling, if you wanted to see your, like some of your guys wrestle, that's where you go to good for when you get to the show early, you know, you get to see those matches, but you know, you giving me, you making me believe that AEW dark and dark evolution elevation is an opportunity for independent wrestlers when they just going to get jobbed out and then they're not just like, they're getting, most of them are getting jobbed out. You know what I mean? Like not even matches. just like, yeah. Like how am I supposed to be able to really enjoy and see, okay, when this person this they were AW dark. So when they in my um, local wrestling organization, I want to go see them because I've seen them work, mm-hmm. you know? So who's that's your, my,
1: who's your favorite wrestling AW right now? Who, who's, who's one guy you say, when I
0: turn TV like, on, I got to see that. Well, I'm not watching I don't know, I, I never really thought about it. Uh, that might be a problem. Uh, I've never really thought about it. It would probably by default be Chris Jericho, yeah. Um, you know, but because yeah, like everybody else, like, uh, all right, if they're not there, they're not there. But usually, when Jericho, all right, I, it is Jericho because if I'm doing something on Wednesday nights and like you know, like, usually I gotta produce Bible study. And then that ends at most of the time, 8 o'clock, eight ten. So then mm-hmm. I'll go make sure everybody good in the house. But if right. I see Jericho on my TV, I'll pause and come back and just to hear what he has to say. Like, I don't miss a Jericho segment in one way, shape or form. There's nobody else like that. I will like, oh, oh, okay. You know, I'll read about it on the internet. If I miss the segment, I'll find the clips on YouTube. But Jericho segments, I want to know what he's going to say. I used to feel that way about Omega, but it seems like right now he's just kind of like, little all over the place i don't know what it is so you know it's weird i i enjoy him more on impact than i do on aw mm-hmm. <laughs> because
1: i i know i know because he's so highly featured on impact i know when to turn in i know when to turn to impact to see omega you know what i mean yeah aw's gonna try to drag me through the whole show and i'm not i'm not really here for at the time
0: do you watch him on twitch do you watch impact on twitch
1: uh no, I I because it's it's on my phone, so it's you know I don't okay. have it on, on my TV or anything like that. But um, I try to go back and watch the replays as much as possible. And that's another thing; it's difficult to watch the television, but they always have. Yeah. They do a really good job of advertising their stuff on social media. The the best part about Impact is I like with Don Callis and Scott Diamore, and you know how they run this stuff now. And, and these are two TNA originals. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They now kind of have more hands on control of the companies they they know who they are and they and they they stick to who they are like okay we know we're this type brand we know this is what we do have what we don't have and and they make a they make sure to constantly feed those platforms where they know people they, they don't shy away from it like they, they're they going to give you a free match on youtube they're going to give you all the segments on youtube based off the show and you can pretty much watch the whole show on their mm-hmm. channel half the time because they like look this is our we, we're, we're cost effective. We got to pay talent, but we're going to use whatever vehicle we have. And they kind of embrace it. Like I said, it has a very ECW feel to it because mm-hmm. they, they know what they do have, they know what they don't have, and they just kind of stick to what they do have. And they're using you know, their partnership with AEW to kind of help propel that because Kenny Omega's on that show every week, for goodness yeah. sake. And he's, he's got their title. So now, whether you like it or not, you're going to ask yourself in the world of wrestling, what's next? He's the champion in impact. And this is the most we've talked about impact in a long time. And if those guys are running the show in this way, Don Callis is really the the mvp of all this because he has he this is the most relevant he has been in a long time and he's always had his hands on you know creative writing all kind of you know for years but this he has made kenny omega who he was supposed to be coming from Mm -hmm. new japan he helped him transition to an american audience in a way that nobody really has done before or thought he was going to be able to do um Mm -hmm. you know even even since them kind of switching directions when he first comes over and he wasn't along with it. He wasn't in the face of the company.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Um speaking of faces of companies and stuff, um <laughs> Face of Monday Night Raw, Bobby Lashley will be defending his WWE championship at get this, WrestleMania Backlash. Yes. First of all, the name. Mm-hmm. Do you like it?
1: I'm okay with it because okay it's one i'm old and i don't care um <laughs> like it's not that serious to me it, sh- it shouldn't be you know what i mean yeah it, because it's obvious but what you can like
0: it or not like it well, i see, mean I, I, it,
1: <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't bother me like people are like oh yeah. why are you calling it? i say well because it's does. it's it's wrestlemania backlash so clearly I've it's going to be some always type
0: of, i feel like this is long overdue i feel like this should have been the name because to be truth be told wrestling really gave was my uh dictionary growing up hmm and you know that's what i learned what a backlash was because <laughs> of wrestlemania it was like so to me it always, it just makes sense wrestlemania of backlash. course and
1: i don't know if they're going to try to do this live as well you mm-hmm. know what i mean I, I don't know like what's i haven't comment? heard nothing yeah but it's, to me it's like okay cool this is clearly going to have some type of something to do with wrestlemania some of the matchups it may be a lot of rematches and stuff like that or or yeah. the fall out of what happened in wrestlemania so this is you know it's 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 different it had I'm at the age now where I'm watching wrestling and I say, okay, we can't hold on to what we've always known forever. You have to evolve. If it's different, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, they're not going to keep it. I don't think we're in the age where they're going to keep forcing stuff down our throats, paws to the point where they, you know, they're going to keep making us like, oh, we're going to force the situation even though it's bad. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't.
0: Hey, They figured out how to get Roman. <laughs>
1: I, look, if if you're if you're if you're not stubborn enough to keep on because he he was on his Cena ish. Like he was yeah. on his way. <laughs> and it was like, dude, let's just figure it's 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 much more profitable now yeah. to say look look like he's not he's not doing a thousand make-a-wish foundations a month. His merchandise is not a box of fruity pebbles. We can actually do crazy, this.
0: Cause now I believe his merchandise will sell more than it ever did before. Because like these shirts. I mean, yeah. he's got to acknowledge me, the head of the table. Show up and leave, or show up, wreck everyone and leave. I'm like, man, but you know, we we we, won't, I, I, we gotta get to him later, but you know, not too much longer. But um, yeah, Bobby Lashley, he's going to defend the title against Drew and um Braun Strowman. Now, mm-hmm. I feel like Lashley can leave the title, leave WrestleMania backlash with the title. I was kind of feeling like, uh, Drew's probably gonna get him and they, they might have an exchange of program. But mm-hmm. now, in this triple threat match, after Monday Night Raw, I kind of feel confident in Lashley. I think, I think the one who benefits the most from this
1: is Braun Strowman because, oh, putting, absolutely, they're putting him in main event scenarios, and that's what mm-hmm. you want for your next main event guy. You want to you wanna constantly program the viewer to associate a guy or a girl. In these main event situations because eventually you're going to say yeah their time is coming because they're constantly in the conversation um mm-hmm. and i think that's where braun belongs as big as he is as as, as well as he's doing as loyal as he has. um you know kind of stepping up last year during the pandemic at um yeah. wrestlemania at the performance center you know he he took on a heavy load he took on a um he took on a risk that was you know but it, it was his getting his feet wet you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh Stroman's definitely a top guy he's a young top guy. You know, he's, he's, he's not to me. He was being labeled as a big show type guy, but he's doing more to be, um, you know, what he lacks in size and presence as the big show had. Um, I, I think he's just by him losing weight. He's, he's so much more capable of doing different things in a ring. He can tell a different type of story. instead of just being a giant monster. And to me, that's the, but but Lash, Lashley is got to go up against these, this, uh, what is, what is it called? This, um, this this battle of the behemoths. He has has yeah, that part. Say of say titans. <laughs> they, that's what that's what I was trying to say. To, uh, <laughs> you know, he's got to have that. You know, battle of the titans, that type war because he's such a bigger guy. They got to take advantage of all the bigger guys they got because it's not that many. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think you know, Vince is really like we're gonna we got to establish Bobby as one of those guys. He looks the part. He's here now. He's need he needs some grooming. He and he, he wears a suit. I mean, yeah, he looks he looks he looks good in a suit. Like, he's the guy you can. I watch, I watched him cut a promo when he first became teenage champion against EC3. They had a press conference, which ended up in a fight. Everything was great about that whole situation. <laughs> remember that. Until the actual fight had to happen.
0: And I was I like, remember, man. Yo, I'm laughing I like, because I remember this exact conversation we had And ball. I was like, man, this was
1: really good until the fight started. It, but but I was it was I was impressed with Bobby last year. So it was just, it's just it's this grooming that you're watching. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they're like, look. He he's a guy that I feel like okay. They, at one point, we all felt like they were trying to push for Keith Lee, and now they're like, no, let's go with Lashley. It just makes sense, um, yeah. it, which, which why it makes sense why they had to get rid of the Hurt Business because Vince is trying to get Bobby Lashley to be a, a guy. And it's like on one hand, we're mad because we lost our Black Four Horsemen group, but on mm-hmm. the other hand, Vince is trying to solidify guy this guy as as a as a as a champion of champions. And I'm like, are we should we really be mad? Should we really disrupt that? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's, sometimes it's easier to get one foot into the door. Instead of six, instead of eight, mm. you know what I mean. So it's like, you know, it's like, man, nobody wants you. To
0: but play. but but it worked with the new day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it worked the new day. But who who in the new day was was like Kofi as as Kofi as great as Kofi was, he was a transitional champion.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because look how he lost the title. He was not trying to be established. Kofi was already a top guy. Kofi got a loyalty run. Mm-hmm. because he deserved it
0: you know it was and it
1: was his time was long overdue and his run was
0: applicable i like I, I like that word better i don't i don't like the the six month transit well eight he was six months. i don't like the transitional word I, I i like the loyalty word better when you
1: look at what he did he mm-hmm. he carried that title long enough where it was nothing going on it was it there was there's no, there was no Outside of his original major battle with Daniel Bryan, there was no real story to it. You know, he got a loyalty run until they he got regulated. his
0: beef. His guys get back with Orton. He they they
1: they revisited that with the Star Maker, Randy Orton, the Star yeah. Maker,
0: and and it's like
1: one he was he was not being groomed to be. This is going to be my next money maker. It was a yeah. uh, Kofi deserves his opportunity. Let's let's have him do what he does best, and and he didn't have to change who he was. He didn't have to break up the new day. It wasn't no elaborate story behind it. Oh, he
0: got the the CB run. You are you shocked?
1: I just realized that. I, I, I'm looking at you like, are you are you shocked? Like,
0: no, no. You know how you know how like when you start thinking and then you realize it and then it's like you 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 put the pieces together. Like, yo, that's really what happened. That was wow. That was the CB run. And like I said, if you don't know. Look how he lost the title.
1: It had no mm-hmm. meaning. There was no get back. It was no once it was gone, it was gone. Good, great, great job, Kofi. We appreciate what you did. You deserved it. But now we got another story we got to get into. And, and it was not a slight against Kofi. It mm-hmm. was in that they were preparing for the next big thing, which, you know, involved Brock Lesnar and that whole dynamic of which was coming up because that, 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 was money <laughs> maker. that was their moneymaker. That was their maker. So that was a yeah. business decision at the end of the day, which I can understand. Like I said, you, you can not like it all you want, but the reality is that's how they run that business. They're not doing anything new. Bobby Lashley's different. He's trying to establish this guy as 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 a man. He's not just giving him a no loyalty one, like oh well, he deserves it. So, no, I'm trying to I see something in you and I think you're ready now. That's why Do you I,
0: think for, for all right, looking back at it, was mm-hmm. it the win over WrestleMania? I'm gonna say, was it the win over WrestleMania for you? <laughs> what you mean? When you when when he when he won the match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. was it that when you said okay. There establish him as a star, rather than you know that you know the win on Monday Night Raw was nice, right? Yeah. It was over the Miz. It got him into WrestleMania. But mm-hmm. did that run? Did that win over Drew McIntyre cleanly really help? Like you say, boom! This is what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that was that's how I knew because
1: they yeah. they gave him that title when at Mania. He, you know why? Because he's the first black champion to defend the title at WrestleMania and actually win it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: he has a lot of Male, mail first, male champion, male, first male jazz champion. did it <laughs> well, well, well i mean like wwe champion not just yeah, champion yeah. in general first gotcha. you know. And, and i'm like that's okay that he needed that win they gave they gave drew that pop mm-hmm. they gave lashes the win you know what i mean and i was like okay cool they're, they're stabbing him as a top guy because drew was such a dominant champion for so long and for the way that he beat him it made Lashley looked that much more dominant than what he was doing, which made sense. I'm like, okay, cool. If you notice McMahon's patterns after a while, they're not always the same, but after, there's certain things, you, certain elements, especially when it comes to the bigger guys, you can pick up on. And that's one of the things that I've noticed. I'm like, okay, cool. The fact that he had him tap out, they're trying to make him look strong. And the best way to look strong is, one, you beat up Behemoths or you beat up established Titans. And that's what Drew McIntyre was. And that's what this match with Drew McIntyre and Strowman is because now these are obstacles he has to overcome and imagine big big shoulder Bobby Lashley once again dealing with Drew McIntyre and then taking out Strowman or or, 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 you know whatever however the match turns out or however it ends we're still writing the story of Bobby Lashley's WWE run and it looks extensive as of right now every time you can tell about their intentions for the champion based off their run based on mm-hmm. what happens in their run, what stories being told, what obstacles they overcome. That's why I said about Kofi. There was not much story to his run. It was just here and there versus monumental spot here, monumental spot here, monumental spot here, overcoming this, overcome that. Like Drews was dealing with the pandemic. He had to from you know, from start from from the the pandemic hitting in the performance center all the way up to WrestleMania. Now it was almost full circle. You know, so it that's and that's what I'm watching with, like, that's, and it's, there's almost no room for the Hurt Business because now you have to write for the Hurt Business when it's like, no, we're trying to establish lastly as the guy, not the Hurt Business as the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Which me to me, they did the same thing with Triple H. Let's, listen, we deep now. We hour and 30 minutes in. <laughs> it did the same thing with Triple H. Triple H mm-hmm. was DX, money, everything. Triple H was a top guy. He wasn't a main eventer. Still a top guy. It's like Kofi. Kofi was always a top guy. He didn't need to win a title. He was already a top guy, main event guy. You know, he won a title. It Was like, okay, cool. He did, he didn't need it to establish anything. It was something he deserved. It solidified where he already was. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, lastly still in that in that space. They tried to. If Keith Lee, Keith Lee wasn't ready. Vince, you see him backstage telling him like, yo, you you're not ready. Ain't ain't no. I'm not picking with you. I know what I'm looking for, and you're not giving it to me. So you got to go back. You got to fix some things. Yeah. Lashley got to the point with the same thing. Drew did the same thing. They had to leave here. Those guys had to leave and come back and like, okay, I'm ready now. And Vince like, okay, cool. i you, once you show me that you're ready, I can put you in the best space to do that. And that's where we are. Triple H, same thing. Once you put me in a space to do that, let me show you. He left DX. And then once he got established, guess what? DX got back together. I still think at some point the Hurt Business is going to get back together, but they got to establish Lashley as the top guy. And those guys are the accessories to the piece, not let's get the Hurt Business over because it's not about the Hurt Business. Just like mm-hmm. the Shield, the Shield, when the Shield first got got established, we were always trying to figure out who was the Shield supposed to be built around. At one point, we kept saying, oh, the Shield's just dead to get Dan Ambrose over. And every week, the leader changed because you saw who was standing in the middle. When that, mm-hmm. when Ambrose was doing this thing, he was always in front. When, when Rollins started to talk better, and started to get in his bag because Rollins was taking all the major bumps at first. Yeah, Guess that's what, what Robbins was in the front at one point and then after a while when roman reigns found his voice then he was in the middle it was like you can never say who the leader was to the point where all three of those guys became all three top guys like there was no room for the shell anymore because they all became three established brands ain't no shell you can't put the shell back together anymore they're a super group now
0: <laughs> they were
1: they were a faction before now they're gonna be like evolution like you nah. that's that's if you bring those guys together that there's nobody from, who's going to take them out there's no way unless you got a a new upcoming group that's got to dethrone them but by the time that happens i expect them to be really old i expect them to be in their 40s almost 50s like like evolution was mm-hmm. in their last in their last run but that once again these are the patterns of what i'm watching Vince do as a fan over the years that you have to pay attention to don't gotta like it like i said i say it over and over now. you have the freedom to feel the way you want and to like what you like Whatever. That's all fine and dandy. But it does not surprise me when I see certain things happen or when certain things transpire or don't transpire based off the pattern we've been watching for years. Boom! Boom! Boom!
0: (laughs) You know, you you, you went deep. Um, Listen to me. And and, and I've been doing this. Are you taking taking notes? notes? We did a show that had to get scrubbed because the internet's stupid. The attitude error, mm-hmm. we're gonna mm-hmm. revisit that because I want to talk. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> after World War three after Macho Man won the belt, Hulk Hogan had a promo. He said, You know what? We're gonna talk Turkey, dude, because I want a shot at my belt. You know, I have all these random promos memorizing my head, but mm-hmm. I want to talk Turkey about that attitude error. We're gonna do a show, I don't know whether it's gonna be on the podcast or the flagship, but we're gonna talk about those runs. Because, um, like I said, I, 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 one, I don't like the fact that our era of wrestling has been attacked by these uh, sublinials. <laughs> um, yeah, they, you know, people out there saying ruthless aggression was better. and, yeah. and where, where did that come from? And and, uh, and the work rate and the matches and the five star and all this. No, we sir. Didn't give a beep about that stuff. So, no, but we're we're going um, to do to be determined. We, we, we'll figure it out. We'll talk about it online because um, you you just went to a whole new dimension ooh, and we ooh, we got to kind of come ooh. back and really break it down for our audience because I think we I want to go over a lot of those champions. I'm talking the Mick Foley runs. Uh Big Show had a quick run in there. Kurt Angle had a a run, especially that one because that one was key even though he had a run, but they had to get the title off of him because they knew heart? they was going Austin Rock jericho's another one yep you know so we yeah i can't wait to do that show
1: it'll be called um, the patterns of professional wrestling paying boom. close attention you uh, know <laughs> he's writing down notes pay attention to the patterns of professor rust i hate when they act like this stuff is new like bro don't brag about watching wrestling all this time and then get pissed off when you see something you know you've seen already <laughs> like yo what you mean like what are you still getting mad
0: about the stuff it's not the first time this happened yeah um or as we get ready to get out of here Oh, this could be a sad note this Friday, as um, now you know it won't be sad. It won't be sad, but uh, okay. Daniel Bryan, he's uh challenging Roman Reigns for the championship, and Roman said, "When I beat you, I don't want to see you no more." Oh, I, oh great! No, that means I, I, I have to say, as a Daniel Bryan fan, this is the way I would want to see him go out. A few years ago, we saw him forced in retirement. And I, and I felt robbed because um, as he I have, it, especially yeah, the height, of his career. the height of his career, making more money, I mean, being more marketable than ever. If you ever get a chance, you know, I, I do you like listen to ebooks? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely okay with it. Yep. I'm okay with it. I think I might be able to send you. Wait a minute. Does that have an awkward voice like,
1: hello, my <laughs> name is Daniel Bryan. This is my forward. I'm from Washington. And <laughs> it was called. Like, I don't like that kind of stuff. Well,
0: it's his he's talking about it, but then he has a guy that talks like this and he does all the narrations. And oh, okay. you, it is it, so cool. I think I might be able to, I don't know. I gotta see if I get like a credit or whatever. Because I bought the book and I think it's like if you invite somebody, if that's their first download, and this but, is um, the old one, right? The original when it came out. Yeah, you so you oh, know okay. I got uh, shout out to my former manager, Steve Brayback, gave me the actual book. I remember but that. then yeah. um when I had a credit, I bought, um, I bought the audio book mm-hmm. because I was like, it, it's a lot to sit there and read the pages so I can listen to an audio book while I'm, you know, playing a video game or doing whatever. But um, it's just incredible. It's just like, the, it's the journey of him going through that whole weekend, right? And, and you know, at that time, by the time I listened to it, he was already, he had already lost the Kofi. But mm-hmm. I was thinking like, Man, when that happened, this I is said, new. No, the book, yes. Most but I'm of saying coffee? no, by the time I listened to it, oh okay, he had okay, already, yes, you know, got you. Got but you, got I you, got I, got I it probably would have been harder to listen to at that time in 2015-ish, because you know, you sit back and you think about everything that he had went through, right? And mm-hmm. all, all of that, and I'm like, dog, my man's really like went through it, but now you know. At this point, if he loses, which he will, I'm I'm 100 sure, um, he's got a better chance than Rich Swann did. But I, I feel good about it. You know, I feel good that I got to not only see him have that yes movement, but also come back and have multiple five star matches with AJ Styles. I yes, mean, indeed, some of my favorites. <laughs> those time. matches, whether they was in the um, it was the 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 tie up with the rope match mm-hmm. or just the classics um having that that match with Brock Lesnar um some of my some of my dream matches that I won since like 14 15 16 Yeah you know and you know he said that there, there was a quote saying he didn't think he was needed for the triple threat match between mm-hmm. Roman and Edge and I was like eh, I, 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 I don't disagree. trust
1: I don't trust Daniel Bryan let me put this out there I uh-huh. don't trust Daniel Bryan he's on the same level as C- Chris Jericho and Kevin Nash Yeah <laughs> he like he he's he he's a guy that that wants to protect the business.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a
1: guy that wants to kind of protect you know all that. So he's somebody I don't trust. So let me just make that disclaimer.
0: <laughs>
1: he, could, he, yeah. he could he could be spinning us right now. So
0: yeah, he could be. But um, what you think going in Friday night? We saying farewell, or you just? I think so. He's been teasing
1: kind of part time and retirement and kind of backstage being a writer, being a So a I just like look man. If all this is going on, I can't ask any more of you know what you've given us. Mm-hmm. Like everything you said, man, I, I, I've just been more than grateful. You know what I mean? I like I, I'm. I think the biggest thing about me now is I'm so content with a lot I've gotten Samoa Joe in WWE. I've got to have Christian back in WWE. I've got to have AJ Styles in WWE. I've got to have Adam Cole, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, like Sami Zayn. You know all those guys that you know. I didn't think would ever have these runs, and they had good runs. You know, they weren't as long, or may not have been what we liked. But I thank God we have an archive I can go back and watch this matches anytime I want. I've got my collectible action figures. I like I'm. I can't ask any more of that man. If he decides that I want to hang it up now, or I want to become part time, um, more than happy, more than grateful. You know, but my, my one half of my current favorite, him and AJ Styles, one A one B, um. It's it to me. It's it's all going to be fun, joyous. I like I said. I I have no complaints. Not at this point in my life. Not at this point as a wrestling fan. There's nothing to complain about. Like I said, man. It just if I think the biggest. It, it would shock me if he beat Reigns. But I, I have a hard time believing that Reigns where he is right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It it, it would shake things up tremendously. You know what I mean because I think that's probably the one of the one titles the one title he probably has never had is Universal Championship. Um, even yeah. if it's for a transitional run or a quick run, you know what I mean, for a week and a half or just to the pay per view, and call it a day. You know what I mean. So I can't.
0: Are you ready for Cesaro?
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's groomed. Like this is this is this is why I said I can't be mad. Like they're pushing guys. Like Vince is not denying people. He's just waiting till they're ready. And, and and when the minute Cesaro came out there to approach range right at the WrestleMania, I was like, see, this is exactly what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? You still got Seth Rollins there. He, he's, he's a guy that he has worked with. He's ready. And if he's not ready, they're going to make sure that he's ready. Because they're like, yo, we need new dance partners. And you've, you've been here all this time and you're ready. Everybody wants, like, he's a fan favorite immediately.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, bro. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? I'm tired. No, I don't have any <laughs> <a> final thoughts.
1: <laughs> Rest of fans get on my nerves, yo. It's like, nah, bye, Like I said, man. We, we we back at it. We do you what know? we always do. We try to educate. We try to inform. We try to bring a new perspective, man. So let's just keep rolling, man. Having a good time. 10, uh, ten, ten years in the game. Celebrating mm. our 10th year anniversary, Uh, you know, doing all this stuff. So it's, it's been fun. Plenty to come. Plenty to do. Uh, More fun to have. So let's do it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Folks, if you haven't done so, hit the subscribe button. You guys know where to find us. Apple, Google, Spotify, you name it, we are there. But for those who do not know how to find us, I'm gonna put it right there on your screen. And yeah, we're on iHeart too iHeart Pandora podcast. Um, I'm a Spotify person, but you know what? I like to get on the Apple too for podcasts. I usually leave Apple for my music. I'm using Apple Podcast Guy oh apple podcast you know what it was because they downloaded and it was clogging my machine yep my phone so i was like spotify don't download it it just like is available so that's the only reason why i changed and then if i was like listening on a computer i can you know it all syncs up together makes sense yeah but make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at wrestling Realm, it's that simple, just follow us right there. We engage all the time. I'm always talking, and of course, you want to support the show, go to buymeacoffee.com. Help us out, you know. We got a uh, production cost that we got to pay, so if you want to help us out, go ahead and do that. Just buy us a coffee or buy a pizza since, or, or, or buy me a MacBook. Hey, definitely buy if you're feeling generous, you know. You want to go ahead and, and, and we, we, we'll even put your name on the show, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, what, what, for an episode, an episode that is.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and buy me a buy me a pizza because I still didn't get one for getting tricked of doing this show. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's uploaded on YouTube. Trust me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> go, go to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash the wrestling rum. You'll see. It just it says where's the pizza? There's a reason for it. Check it out.
0: <laughs> where's the pizza? Well, until next time, folks, he's the real Dwayne Allen. I'm Brian H. Waters. Too sweet! <laughs> Ryan.
1: Hey. Houston, we have a problem. Yes!